the levels, the levels, the levels, the levels is good. I should have gave you two more time to breathe. <laughs> And welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one annoying Dallas Thorbach Taylor. Yo, this is another Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world, as you guys already may know. We're coming at you live and direct from South Florida, where they said we was going to have highs of 92, lows of 78. And current temperature right now is just about 80 degrees. We're coming at you. It's, it's officially July 6th. The, the, the Labor Day weekend has just passed. Fourth, happy 4th of July to everybody. Right, I hope you came back with all your... All, all all of your head, shoulders, knees, and toes, or fingers and toes, fingers and toes. Head, shoulders, fingers, and toes. Right, we hope you came back with, came back with all of that. This is officially Volume 7, Excerpt 119, Track 452 of the Mighty Sports Podcast. We have three shows left in this season's podcast. Yes, folks, we're going to be... As at, at track 455, we cut it. We, we cut it short. At episode 122 of the Mighty Sports Podcast, that'll be the last time that we see each other until September. So I hope you, you enjoy your summer, 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 summer time. As I already have my 4th of July weekend was superb. Almost killed like three kids, but <laughs> not, perp- not, not not on purpose though. But yeah, yeah, it, it, it was it was some good fun in the sun around around family and friends, right, folks? We got a big show for you guys, folks. We got a big show for you guys, folks. We got a big, 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 you know, we we got that big pod energy for you guys today, right? We're gonna talk about the free agency because it's officially started or has it officially stopped? One of those two have happened, right? We're going to get into that, right? The NFL is ha- happens to be baking up a couple of moves. 2K23 happens to do their thing again from you to me. I love it, right? We're going to talk about Britney Griner. We're going to talk about Blue Chew. We're going to talk. We're going we're gonna to give our birthday shout-outs coming up at the beginning of the podcast. Did I mention to you guys that we got three shows left, folks? Three shows left in this season. I ain't going to lie. I'm a little excited, and I'm a little anxious. I'm like, man... I'm gonna miss you guys, but as you guys already know, 
if some shit really, really pops off, we're going to do a pop-up podcast. So 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 don't think like, yo, the old summer, I ain't going to be able to hear my boy. You just ain't going to be able to hear me on, on at your regularly scheduled time. This is going to be the most random. Like, when I do it during the summer, it's going to be the most random of the random. You can't count on us being lost. When you catch us live... Just know you catch us something special. Like we said, it's always a good time for us to talk some sports. And we're going to make good with that time that we have to talk some sports, right? Folks, we got we got the Summer League going off in the background. You guys already know I, I keep a, I keep a game on in the back. Right now, I got the, I got the Summer League. Utah is, is, is beating Philadelphia. It's at halftime, 43-39. to 39. Obviously, since you know Utah is involved, it's a lot of Rudy Gobert talk. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Right, we got Joe, we got not Jake, we got Logan Paul to talk about. Right, we the rat attacks. Right, Elo Depot is back. We got Lakers, O'Neal, but not Shaq. I don't even understand what's going on. Right, but you know what we say, you know what we say. Regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, you play to win the game. Hello. It's always a good time to talk some sports. Let's get our 20 drinks, 21 drink salute coming up in this bit. So, let's start talking. Woo! <laughs> Back at it. Like a sports fanatic. Let them shoulders lean, let them shoulders lean. My T Sports. Whew. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope pod. Step two, step two, step, 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 step two, where you rest to, where you're not the next two. Folks, we got a big show for you guys today. Which, which folks, you know, part of the reason why we got a big show for you guys today is because we haven't spoke to each other since last Wednesday. It's been officially one week since we spoke. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. Wait a minute. Let me get my mentals back in it. We haven't spoke since Friday. I did have a show for you guys on... Ooh. No wonder I was off by two days. Now it makes sense. We came back. We haven't had a show since Friday. We, so we, which means that we didn't get a chance to talk on Monday, which was, which was 4th of July. It's okay. I was out of town. I was busting off some fireworks. I was eating some good foods. Actually, I just finished fucking up a whole plate of that shit. Yo, shout out to my, shout out to my uncle Bear. You know what I'm saying? That's what's left of your plate right now. You know what I mean? Like, shout out for real, for real. Like, we fucks that shit up. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, yo, this. This how I know. Like, we not like we always try to be respectful, not take too much food. And they still be like, hey, yo, take some food, B. Take some food. Take some food, B. Take some food. And you try to be all cute and shit, like, yo, I don't want to overdo it. You know, I know this and this and that. And yeah, we come back and the food don't even last two days. Uh, and I'm, the reason I'm saying that because there was enough food. They were offering enough, enough. They were offering us enough food to get through the week, to get through the work week. It lasted to, actually not. Today's Wednesday. Yeah, it's gonna end tomorrow, by lunchtime. And I'll be a rap. But man, it was good. It was good while it lasted. Ooh, we, we, ooh, something we do what it do. All right, let's go ahead and do what we do, right? And let's go ahead and get into our birthday shout outs, folks. You know how this goes. 
if this is your first time here, let me let me let me give you a little gun of what we do here, right? At the beginning of every single show, what we like to do is that we like to give a little birthday shout out to every single individual that, um, to every single every single individual that we know on Facebook <laughs> that had a birthday since the last time we was potting. Since I told you that we haven't potted since last Friday, means we got some birthdays to do. But also, let me tell you this: when I did the podcast on Friday. I ain't get no birthday shout-outs. So, we got about a week's worth of birthday shout-outs to get out. I hope you guys are ready. I hope DJ My T is ready. Yo, I hope the motor mouth of the South, that's me, is ready to get this shit fired the fuck off. Since Chill Will isn't here, you know that he doesn't like to be left out of any of the show. So as Chill Will would say, Ayo, DJ MIT. Drop that beat. Uh, you like that? I like that. You like that? I like that. You like that? I'm gonna sing this for you once first. Yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. Check it, check it, yeah. Check it, check it, yeah. Because it's your birthday. We sing happy birthday. It's your birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Yeah, folks, that's our little birthday song, folks. If this first time that you're hearing it, folks, yeah, we're going to give a birthday shout-out to everybody that had this birthday. Let's go ahead and go ahead and start singing this for real, right? Live time, right? Live fire, live fire. Yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. It's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday, it's your birthday. Because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. First birthday, we all like to give a shout out to. Hmm, listen, I, <laughs> as you guys know, it's cancer season, right? And every single cancer that I know is special to me, right? Right, every single cancer I know is special to me. So don't, so don't get it twisted if everybody don't get their own little special soliloquy, right? Right, I, as, as everybody knows, in every walks of life, there are some people that you remember are uh, just a little bit more dearer than others. So the first birthday shout out I'd like to give, we're going to start off with July 2nd. And that is one birthday, shout out to the lovely, the very lovely. When I mean lovely, the very lovely Tanika Valenzuela, right? Want to say happy birthday to her. That's a homegirl that I met from around the way. We haven't spoken in a while, right? Big shout out to you. Hope everything is still Gucci. I also want to say, want to say a birthday. I want to give a birthday shout out to my, to my, to my wonderful niece as well, Nikayla Harvey. You know, hope you're doing good, little one. Hit your unk up. You said you have to find my number if that was you trying to hit me up on, on social media because. I don't trust social media DMs and when it comes to those particular situations because that's how you get got. But if that was really you, you know how to find me. It's too easy. Right? Also, I would like to say happy birthday to Jack and Stephanie's baby boy. Yes, he had a birthday very recently as well. I ain't no little man was a Cancerian baby as well. I'm going to have to start mentoring him in the ways of the cancer. <laughs> right? Speaking of the ways of the cancer, I keep saying this, right? But if you guys don't know by now, right? The birthday party is officially set. July 17th. Tap 42. 11 to 3 p.m. DJ Scepter. Dallin Thomas Taylor from the Mighty Sports Podcast. We'll be celebrating our birthday together. We got four different DJs coming on, coming on deck. One of them is DJ Zog. 
as always, as he always finds a way to bless us for his birth, five birthday, I really do appreciate from from you, homie. As always, love is love, love is love, love. What's going on? Right. So if you're in, so so if you down here, oh yeah, you 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 hearing it? Tap forty two, July seventeenth, eleven a.m. to three p.m. We're having I'm having a birthday brunch. Y'all welcome. Enjoy. It's gonna be a good time. I like this motherfucking podcast. Is, let's finish with these birthday shoutouts, right? We had no birthdays for the third. Let's go ahead and move right on to the fourth. As, as, as for the fourth, I had a, we have a birthday to one of my best friends, Pops. So I want to say happy birthday to Adam Colton. Happy birthday to you. We had no birthdays for the fifth, so we move on to the sixth. Oh, that's today. Is that today? Oh, yes, that's today. So for you motherfuckers with a birthday today, right? want to say happy birthday to Stephanie Smith. want to say happy birthday to Kimmy Brilly. want to say happy birthday to Mecca Khan. Mecca Khan, I haven't heard that name in a minute. Mecca Khan, Mecca Khan, Mecca Khan. Mecca Khan, 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 Oh, <laughs> happy birthday to all of you, right? So let's take it from the top, from the tippity. Oh, my people. Sing it, daddy. Want to say happy birthday to Tanika. Want to say happy birthday to Nikayla. Want to say happy birthday to Jack and Steph's baby boy. Want to say happy birthday to Adam. Want to say happy birthday to Steph. Happy birthday to Kimmy and happy birthday to Mecca. We want to wish you all a happy birthday. We hope you party hard. We hope you enjoy everything. This is was 4th of July weekend. You better have been getting your weekend at Bernie's or and continue to stay. Let your shoulders lean one time. My T. L D J My T. You know what that means. It's, it's your time to cut that beat. Whew. Folks, yes, folks. If you happen to know anybody that had a, that had a birthday, go ahead and go ahead and drop their information from the second to today, and we will go ahead and, and, and give them a birthday shout out as well. But without any further ado, let's get into our first topic of the day. And you know, our first topic of the day is our mighty topic of the day. Let's get right into it. To the Topic of the day, folks. And if you guys don't know by now, I wonder where have you been for the last 125 days? Because for the last 125 days, we have been talking about the one and only Britney Grind at the top of every single show. Because as, as, while she is not with us in this country, we want to make sure that she is not forgotten, folks. Brittany Griner has now been wrongfully detained, right? Um, basically, she's been wrongfully detained on trumped-up weed charges in Russia, where she is found guilty. She is going to face up to 10 years in Russian prison. As it currently stands right now, she is basically being used as, as, a, as a political prisoner, somebody they could try to use to leverage so that they could try to get one of their arms dealers released as well. Very recently, Brittany Griner has written to the President of the United States and tried to make a plea so that hopefully that she can, she can return home a little bit sooner. In her in her letter, she mentioned something that we have been mentioning since day one of the podcast. Or since day one that we've mentioned about it. Because guys, listen, we've been mentioning her every single podcast for the last 125 days. We've talked about her since the very first moment that we realized that she, that, that she was detained. And since day one, we have been saying. And that's the reason why I bring up her resume every day. It's the reason why I bring up and tell you who's her equivalent. Because... She said, if I was LeBron James, I would have been home already. And that's facts. Because it wouldn't just be the NBA trying, right? Or it wouldn't just be the WNBA trying, or the NBA making little statements and stuff like that. You would have had every single athlete that has already made quarter of a billion dollars 
try to use every single influence that they have with every single sponsor and every single million and billionaire that they know to try to put pressure on the president and try to get and try to get him out of Russian authority. We know the president would have done more just because it was it would have been a bigger name. We have been saying that we've been saying that from the very beginning. Because see the pressure this, this wouldn't come from the players. It would also be come from all of these organizations, right? All of these entities, all of these companies that these players also represent. See? They'll start getting involved. And these other billionaire friends of other billionaires will also start getting involved. And I'm pretty sure by now we already would have had some kind of fucking free you marathon if it was LeBron James. You understand? We wouldn't stop talking about the generous king and how he hands out bling. And that he's Oprah with the rings. Since his watch, you get a ring, you get a ring, you get a ring, you get a ring. Them sorts of things. But, but the president says that he is working on Griner's release. I, for one, don't trust this president, but also I haven't trusted the last two presidents, to be honest with you. I didn't trust the, the previous president before that to do much for us, but trusted him enough to not have to, to, not have to watch him every two seconds. Mm, mm, mm. So Brittany Garner, yet yeah, she goes into letter. She goes on to day one hundred and thirty-nine, folks. Day one hundred and thirty-nine. To put it into into easier numbers for you, she's eleven days away from being locked up for five months on trumped-up weed charges. Say that she was smuggling drugs for for a forgotten about empty weed pen. Brittany Griner actually even took it one step further. And I don't blame her. Because any one of these scenarios, if this scenario hits you, you you will find every single reason to try to figure out why am I staying here. Is it because I'm not as important as your as your male athletes? Even though me myself even though she has a resume that, that topples most men's athletes, you understand. Britney Griner's career is better than Kevin Durant's. Like, let's put this out here for real. Britney Griner has had a better career than Kevin Durant. Without moving teams, without having to jump ships, without having to hop on a 73-win 73 73 win dick, Britney Griner by herself, champion, eight-time All-Star, two-time scoring champ, eight-time block leader. You let me know what Kevin Durant has led any time for eight straight years. Two-time peak performer, three-time NBA first team, three-time NBA second team, two-time defensive player of the year. He tell me she's won a scoring championship and a defensive player of the year. You let me know what Kevin Durant has done next. And I'm letting you know right now, his two championships does not even equate to her one. It's like half of her one. That's what you get when you're a ship jumper. Damn. What do you call somebody that just keeps hopping from dick to dick to dick to dick to dick? Well, whatever that name is, that's what Kevin Kevin Durant is that equivalent for basketball. Brittany Grant is a three-time defensive. She's been she's a three time she's been voted to the defensive team three times. Um four times to the defensive second team. All rookie. 
NCAA champion, most outstanding player, AP player of the year, high school player of the year. Like I said, Shorty's been balling since she's been in high school. And she makes a point. You let one of your male athletes have the kind of resume that Brittany Griner has had. And there would have been an uproar, a complete uproar, an uprising. Not just from fans, not just from players, but also from the different organizations and entities that, that she's also involved with. If she were, let's say, LeBron James or Kevin Durant. Let's put Kevin Durant because her resume, her resume supersedes Kevin Durant. Her resume may not be better than LeBron James, but her resume is definitely better than Kevin Durant. So if this was Kevin Durant, right, the Slim Reaper, right, Mr. A, right, Mr. Nappy Head and Ashy Ankles, if that was him, it would have been a whole lot more done to try to get to try to get it. So I can understand how she feels when she says, like, you know what? If I was a man, I would have been here already. But she took it a step further. She said, if I was, if, if she said that it shows you how they how they feel about women in this country, but also how they feel about gay people in this country. Which I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give you one more, Brittany. It also shows you how they feel about black people in this country. So Brittany Griner is catching the trifecta of shitted on list. She is a woman. She's gay, and she is black. And for those reasons, this country don't give enough shit about her to try to make her a priority. That's what she's saying. And you know what? As long as she feels that way, I will back her up. Because you cannot prove that it's not true. You can try to justify and you can say, well, this is this, and blah, 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 but you cannot, you, that does not change her feelings. And that does not change the same feelings of most that 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 most people that can that that can relate to her in in one of the three categories, whether it's being a woman, whether it's being gay, or whether it's being black. Because if she was if if, if she was solely one of them, you would have felt isolated. She's three. She's a trifecta of loneliness. She's a trifecta of forgottenness in this country. She's a trifecta of we don't give a fuck about you or your rights. Gay black woman in America. So, so of course I understand why she feels slighted that the, that that the, that the government has not been putting up enough effort to try to free her because she is the minority of the minority of the minority. She's part of the minority that they that 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 not only constantly have to fight for their rights. She's part of the minority that they stripped their right that they just recently stripped their rights from, and they're constantly trying to strip rights from, whether you're black, gay, or a woman. They're constantly trying to strip your rights away from you. So, of course, she should feel slighted. And I agree with her. I can't deny her feelings. And to deny her feelings would be inconsiderate of you. What are you trying to justify? What is there to justify? The only thing that should be coming out of your mouth is that we need to try to find ways to bring her home. And the fact that she is still, that, that, that she is still there when you know if she, if, if, she was a, if she was a male superstar athlete, she would have been home already. If she was a straight superstar athlete, she would have been home already. If she was a white superstar athlete, she would have been home already. Let this have been Tom Brady. It wouldn't have lasted one week. I'm just saying. We know that this country has always picked and choose who they um, who they prioritize. And if Brittany Griner is feeling slighted that this that this country isn't prioritizing her, she she is justified in her in, in her thinking because this country does not prioritize black, gay, or women. 
and she happens to be all three. So she is pushed as far down to the bottom of the barrel of we don't give a fuck. And that's how they treated her case. If you don't like what I have to say, then I'm going to pod. You can try to prove me different. You, you, I can understand you wanted to voice your opinion. So if you have anything to say about this period, hit me up on the line. Folks, if you guys know, we have the, um, if you if you see that we have a link in the bio, folks, if you want to call into the podcast, you, you, you follow that link and you call into the Podbean link and through the Podbean app. And that way you're able to join the podcast and get into this conversation. Let me know how you feel about this Britney Griner situation. Let me know if you disagree or if you agree with, with how she feels. That was what I said. With how she feels. Based off of the past actions of this country. Not even just the past actions. The actions of this country from the last three weeks. The actions of this country from over the Labor Day weekend. Or over Memorial Day, or over 4th of July weekend. The actions of this country over the last 400 years. Like, see, she can, she, she can pull examples from either 400 years ago in the past or just an example from two weeks ago. She is marginalized because she is part of a demographic that you just don't give a fuck about. The trifecta of I don't give a fuckness. Gay black woman. Three things America does not give a fuck about. At all. And if you say that, and, and if you say, oh, no, you're, being, you're over-exaggerating. Why are those the three groups that constantly have to fight for their rights? For basic human rights. Why are those the three groups that are constantly having their basic human rights stripped from them? Or threatened to be taken from them? You show me whatever class you, you show me whatever class um, whatever classification of people has that constantly being done to them. Just equal rights. Not more, not better. Equal. Not take some away from you so that I can have some. No. Just let me be on the same equal playing field of rights. Gotta fight for that. And that's why, and that's part of the reason why Britney Griner is still locked up in Russian authority, not being give a fuck about. Not being talked about enough on national media. It's the reason why for um a reason why we started talking about her on the podcast. Because for the first month plus of her detention, it was a gag order. So she feels some type of way. She just she should feel some type of way. Because this country has proven over and over again that she falls into one of she falls into three of the categories that motherfuckers just don't care about. Am I being heard on? I feel like I'm not being heard on Podbean. I don't see my little mic movement. I don't know what's going to be wrong here. It's okay. This is an easy fix with Podbean. Everybody else going to have to get it together. So Brittany Griner, like I said, now she faces a 139th day in Russian authority, wrongfully being detained. She is current. She she had a trial that started last week. They they pushed it back until this Thursday, so tomorrow there should be some form of update. If it's, if it, is it going to be a real update besides the fact that, oh, this trial is continuing, or, oh, she's been extended another 60 days, another 90 days, or however long it's been? That could be it. But it's going to be an update. Is it may, 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 Will it be an update that we want to hear or that we like or that we find favorable? We've, will we hear an update that us as the American people can say, oh, finally, one of our own is coming home? 
I don't think we're gonna get anything any anything close to that. But at least we're getting information ab- ab- about her. And at least being able to hear about her is, is at least one good thing. Okay, look like we got the Podbean live app back up and running for all you guys that was trying to call into the Podbean live. I saw that we was having some issues. You should be up and running again now. Those issues should be rectified. So since we're here, we're talking about the women of sports, right? Let's let's continue to talk about about the women's the women's association, right? As the WNBA continues to make history and continues to break grounds, uh, NBA Two K Twenty Three, they have oh wait whoa 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 pause before I get there. Uh, excuse me. <clears throat> Actually, you know what? Fuck that. NBA Two K Twenty Three has officially announced their They're, they're cover athletes, right? For the men and the women's side. We're going to talk about the men's side in a, in, a, in a moment because this will be the fourth time that this athlete has blessed the cover of NBA 2K. <clears throat> so, we'll talk about, so we'll talk about this iconic play a little bit later. But as far as it goes for the WNBA, right? Because as you know that they have two sides now. For, the, for their WNBA game, the cover athlete is going to be Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird. Yes, both of those legends. Obviously, that's a, that's a, that's a dope that, that's some dope ass shit that, that to come along. But especially since right now we're, we're still witnessing uh, we're still witnessing their greatness and the final year of one of their greatnesses as well. Right. As 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 we know that um uh as as we know that a retirement is coming up at the end of this year. That even without that retirement being mentioned, Sue Bird becomes the most winningest um WNBA player ever. Munich has no intention to sign Ronaldo. To sign Ronaldo, sources are told ESPN Ronaldo seeks to move to Manchester United. Ooh, got some drama sporking up in the soccer world. Since we need some soccer news to go ahead and fill in our regular time. Not us, ESPN does. We not we listen, we only gonna we only gonna have an hour and a half show today. About an hour and a half show today? Yeah. We're gonna have an hour and a half show. We got about an hour left in the show. Just to let you guys know. And we we still have all of that shit to talk about. So yeah, Sue Bird becomes the most winningest WNBA player in history, right? Now continuing in women's sports, Megan Rapino, 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 and Simone Biles, they have been scheduled to receive the highest the highest award that a civilian can receive, and that is the Presidential Medal of Freedom. I think that's the highest award a civilian can receive. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Nothing to do with Republican or Democrat. If I won a championship during this president's reign, I don't know if I would want to go to the White House either. Like I know for a fact I didn't want to go during Trump's um, reign. I don't know if I want to go during Biden's reign either. 
Like if I was in the league, I may have skipped. Like imagine that. Like I'm like, yo, if I win, this will be eight years. I might even go. I might even go to see the White House if I win. I'm gonna have to wait till my ninth and tenth year and shit. That's if I've been there the whole time. Five regimes that luckily I've only been there maybe in, maybe in the league four years, five years. Not five quite yet. We you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> well, do you even get to a second year? Maybe six years. You know what I mean? You understand what I'm trying to say? <clears throat> the mathematics, one, four, one. But they received the Presidential Medal of Freedom. And Simone Biles, she becomes the youngest individual to receive that honors. Right? Keeping it basketball, right? As 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 we as we move on from as we move on from the ladies, and we talk a little bit about the men's side of sport. Let's get into our first topic. First of all, first of all, first of all. The NBA, they came they came out on fire last Wednesday with all of their free agent announcement of all of their potential free agency moves. And as the rest of the world, as or as all of us, right, majority of us, uh, the Americans of us, were letting off. We're letting off for the fourth. The NBA happened to call a ceasefire, it seems. As over the weekend, you didn't really hear a lot of news about a lot of moves. Now, that could be part for two reasons. Maybe they did all call a ceasefire for the 4th of July weekend. Maybe they said, you know what? Let's not give anybody any bad news over the weekend. Let's not have anybody think about suddenly about them moving. Let's not have anybody traded four times over the course of a five-day week, of a four-day weekend where, no, where nobody's really doing anything. Let's not do that. Let's not put that kind of pressure onto anybody or anybody's family during these festive times. The Monday of July. Right, that's what it felt like. Now, in all honesty, what's going on, Chill? Will I see you down there? Everything's good. Everything is good. As we get Chill Will joining us, was, you, I know you guys heard me talk about Chill Will earlier. You know, you know, he was over there for the birthday shout out. Drop takes, don't you? Oh, what's up? My Drop takes, don't you? Sir, yes, sir. Well, if you gonna drop takes. You might as well go ahead and drop them exhibitiously. Cleveland! This is for you! <laughs> Before we get started, Chill, we'll let the people know how hour they can find you out and what you do. Oh, man. We got the EQ underscore EXP on Instagram. And, um... I think it's the same on Facebook, man. That's the business page. But Chill Will underscore C L E Charlie Lima Echo. That's at the end. But Cleveland, Chill Will underscore C L E is on Instagram. Um, I don't really mess with Facebook when it comes to, to the DJ and stuff. But you know, I can do everything you need. You know, I'm spending records. I can throw a TV up there, play videos for you when you can carry up here at the same damn time. <laughs> you can turn your party out wherever you at in America, baby. I'm staying, and we get it in. So it's always a good time. When you need some, you need anything in your backyard we can put. We can bring a double down car up into your backyard for real, for real. We just go down like that. I mean, alpaca. Good, you know, it's the experience. It, yeah, a donkey and an alpaca. We can bring 
skills. And a few chinchillas for the fire. kids. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. You want to see a grown up on a big ass a bubble slide? Yeah, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? We do everything, bro. And this is the busy season. So, either way, whether you're in my area, which is Cleveland, or not, or you're in Florida, you know what I mean? I'll be there sooner than later. You know what I mean? We get it in, baby, baby. <laughs> pause on that we could we can go right over to that <laughs> that you know what it's not even about the panthers what about that price did yo they spent more trying to get the backup quarterback trying to move up to get that backup quarterback that they got then they actually spent for baker mayfield a quarterback that's actually made it to the playoffs Well, Sam, Sam Darnold will, and I'm telling him that they're not, they're no different. You put Sam Darnold on this team from Jump Street with the with top five line, number one running back core, and with wide receiver core beforehand was top five, and you and you give him that, he probably would still be on the Browns with the same situation. He might not have been signed, but he'd probably be Baker Mayfield. Killing me because kept comparing Baker Mayfield's resume to Sam Darnold, which I don't know. I mean, that's I don't think that's a comparison because they're in two different places. It's not like fucking Buff, like Sam Darnold played for Buffalo or Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? He played for the Jets, bro. That took his confidence right there through the first two years. Bro, was a rap, so he wasn't gonna make it. You put Sam Darnold on Pittsburgh and, and with the Steelers. He's he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's a different quarterback. Sam Darnold. Right. So, so, so you like you put him you put him in New England, he's a different quarterback. You put him in right, you you right. put him with Andy Reid, he's a different quarterback. Right, so that's my point. So so what I'm telling him is that it it him basically the same guy, because Baker can't throw from the pocket. Baker can't do a three step drop. How whenever you've seen a slant from to OBJ? How many times did you see that? A slant from OBJ for a touchdown? Listen, the reason that we haven't seen slants from OB um from Baker to OBJ is why OBJ had to get out of Cleveland. Right? <laughs> But that, that was just part, that was just part of the reason of it. Can you go to your brain and think, right, when, you, when the last time you seen him throw a five and out or a slant? Doesn't happen because he gets balls tipped at the line and he rarely ever, even when they do it, he ever completes them. And that's horrible. So if you could, and I got a quarterback that only really just throw off the, basically throw off the play action, where she can get back to the field, and what she'd probably be able to do that with, with the healthy McCaffrey. Or even the dude behind him was he did these when he was out when McCaffrey was out was out. But I think they got that a better line. I don't know about their coaching, but they got decent receivers. So he'll be able to make some play, some some relatively decent stuff happen because he'll be healthy hopefully. But make no mistake, I don't. I mean, Darnold's confidence is shot, and Baker may take him a couple more years. But they'll be both journeymen by the end. But what's all said and done. I mean, listen, no I feel like they're both journeymen now. <laughs> like, like, just think about it. They're both on the same draft class, and they're both on different teams. And ironically, they're both on the same team. And they and they rookie contract. Yeah. 
Like, no, no, you're right. Like, they all kind of the same. Not only the same player, like, they're also in the same scenario. Like, <laughs> like damn it. Because right. just think about it. As, like, we understand, like, Baker Mayfield started bringing back Cleveland back to their winning ways. But the Jets and the Browns were in the same category. Like, four and less games a year. Five and less but, games a I'll year. I'll tell you who, Kevin, Kevin Stefanski brought us back in the, in the COVID year. That's what happened. Uh, it was focused more than ever. He had to run a tight ship, and he put the shit together like no other. It's, but it changed last year because it due to injury a lot. And then, like, people actually being able to be there to coach, I, I think that's a big change. Not have, you know, I think it, it probably takes away some focus. Being, you know what I mean, being remote. And being like, I think it brings more focus. So when you get there, you gotta, you know, when you get there, you gotta, you know, be more efficient. You know, they probably take a little for granted why they can be in person and shit. But listen, bro, that, and make no mistake, bro, <clears throat> Stefanski, we want to spy the Baker. He, Baker didn't go out and win us no games. Maybe one last, last year because he was hurt, but even the year before that, maybe two. He went out and actually won. Other than that, Chubb, it was Hunt. A couple games, Chubb mostly game about four or five games, and sometimes it was the defense did well. But overall, it was, we won definitely in spite of Baker on several occasions, or he just didn't mess us up, right? And that's a horrible to have to say about a quarterback. Hey, isn't that what was um, what um, Mike T, um, Mike Tomlinson was saying about Kyle Rudolph? <laughs> like he doesn't kill us. Like or why they had to get another another quarterback outside of Kyle Rudolph? Like because this guy doesn't kill us. Yeah, what Mason? Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph. He was like, no, that shit. He was like, why did you guys? Why did you go with this guy over Mason Rudolph? He doesn't kill us. <laughs> right. You don't, like you don't damn. <laughs> so this is what's crazy about it. People think the Steelers about to have a big ass off. No, no, no hell no. They get they they defense got bolstered. Um, they got better on offensive line. I'm not, not mistaken. And um, they still, they just man, listen. The biggest pickup that people are not talking about is George Pickens. That dude is a stud. He's gonna like they him and Deontay, Deontay Johnson together. They can sign this man. It's gonna be hell. Like our division gonna be hell, bro. It's gonna be a motherfucker. There, it already has been hell, and it ain't going anywhere. Like listen. There may be, there may be a slight drop off for Pittsburgh because of the experience. But you know what though, compared to how how oh, Ben Roethlisberger, ass. yeah, like Ben, yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 okay, whoa, okay, well, okay, well, let me still tell you this though. I still have to finish that point. The point I was gonna say. Let me finish the first point before I before I get to the second point. They may have a fall off. Just because they don't have an experienced quarterback back there anymore, like 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 Ben may have got you a couple of games based off experience, you know what I mean? But he was kind of ass those last two years. <laughs> so what he couldn't do in a building, he was the able playoffs. to eat by. Yeah, he was he was the eight. Still eight, made the playoffs. Yeah, he was. Yeah, so so maybe you know, we're talking about Pittsburgh Steelers being nine and eight. We're talking about. Because we, we, I know he's not saying nine and eight because we haven't seen him under five hundred under Mike uh, under Mike T yet, right? It's crazy because if they nine and eight, that means they probably splitting with everybody in the at least splitting with everybody in the AFC yeah. uh, North, which that'd be crazy. So 
same thing with the AFC West. But also remember, thinking like three, four teams is like, no, man, you got to play two teams out of that. So y'all gonna have some losses. You don't have lose two or three losses, and that's kind of gonna be unless you if you run that gauntlet, that means you winning the Super Bowl. And I think but we and not. and and I think we play. I think we play that whole division as well too. If we don't play that whole division, I'm talking about the Jets. Uh, yeah, I think the uh, yeah, I, I think the AFC East plays that division too as well. We, I think we're gonna run through that whole entire division. Not run through them, beat them, but I think we have to play each other. Is what I'm trying that's, to say. That's, that's the other. And and, that's and is it is it yeah? I know I know Pittsburgh is on our is on our is on our list, and I know Baltimore is. I just can't remember if Cleveland and Cincinnati is, but I know Baltimore. I know Baltimore and Pittsburgh is definitely on that on our list to play. I know we also supposed to play. Wait, I think we do we play? No, no, we don't play Cleveland. We play um Houston as well too. No, it's, it's gonna be crazy. And then as you talk about their defense being better, people keep forgetting. Now, 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 I don't know who they have on their defense to make it better, but I do know who they have running their defense. And it is Miami Dolphins ex-head coach Brian fucking Flores. The guy that had Bill Belichick's number. The guy the, the guy that 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 was a that, that was a great def- that, that was that was great defensively before he became a head coach and he became a head coach and helped turn that team around from the defensive end first. He's going to be that guy. He's basically he's going to be overqualified at his position. And I don't even think he's a defensive coordinator. He's like a Defensive consigliere, a highly a high paid defensive consigliere. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's something weird because he's like only like the linebackers coach, but he's gonna be like a assist, like it's, it's, that guy's gonna have his input on the whole entire role because you you know that. That dude is a he's be, a head coach. Exactly. He's so head coach he's for, he's uh, kind of responsible for price. yeah he's he's responsible for one position, but you know what happened. The, the, the coaches are going to get together, period, and they're going to talk game plan, period. Like, Mike Tomlin isn't going to treat him just like he's a position coach. No, when it comes times for offensive game plans or, or bigger picture stuff, he's probably going to bounce it off of Brian Flores because Brian Flores was just a head coach. And also the other thing, too, he wants Brian Flores to be a head coach again for the culture. Man, listen, that, 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 that right there pissed me off so bad. But the thing is about the Steelers, especially if you're a black person, you cannot hate them. Like I'm supposed to hate the Steelers, and typically I have. Oh no, you can't. Yeah, it's so yeah, you can't. You rooting for this motherfucker at the same time, like, and they doing everything right, and and I watch them do what the Browns should do, and I'm like, damn. Even the Ravens, I'm like, bro, how the fuck do you let this motherfucker go? Like, how the fuck do you not draft T.J. Watt? He's sitting right there. How did not you get Iron Hayward? I mean. Son, um, How you pass on to Sean Watson? Oh, I'm, I, I, oh my <laughs> you know? gosh, bro! I'm like, I'm like, bro, like, uh, and, and I'm I mean, Deshaun Jackson, Lamar Jackson, pass I mean. up, the Steelers swoop them up, pick swoop, and they, I'm like, oh my god, Steelers in Baltimore both. Especially them Big Ten players, they eat them up and they just throw them right in our face, Steel- throw them right in our face. Antonio Holmes, you know what I'm saying? They get, you know, just like, oh, man. It's just ridiculous, bro. It happens all the time. But you know, I know you have two teams in, in your you have two teams in your division you have to worry about. It, it's Steelers and Baltimore. But no, but but, but Steelers more. Like you no, talk about uh, this, this, the Bengals. The Bengals, though. What the fuck? Uh, you can't forget them. No, 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 no. I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about for them doing the right stuff all the time. 
for like the last 20 years organizational yeah, right, wise. Right, right. Yeah. Right, right. Right, right. They wanted, like, if you tell the top five organizations, we got two in our division. Right? Yeah, exactly. Because it's New England, <laughs> with, New England be number one, right? Um, Steelers number two, I would say. Pittsburgh would probably be number three. And, well, Pittsburgh, you can argue, be number one to some degree. But, but New England has. But New England, more, Baltimore, so and Pittsburgh have to be the top three over the last 20 years. I mean, now you got KC this in there for, for the last maybe. Yeah, but they, five, yeah, so they're just now coming up and and, but yeah, and yeah. and he's and he's now been, he's now been good for a quarter of the time. We're talking about some of these other fans. like they just, like I don't want to say they just made. Tampa Ka- probably, Tampa probably will be up there. Tampa's up there. Well, Tampa's gonna they, get up there they, because of thing, but yeah, but Kansas City was kind of up there a little before, even before Patrick Mahomes got there. Right, that's what I'm saying. So the last ten years, so yeah, so that's probably. They probably in there, you know. They up there. They probably in the top five. But and most people, short term memory will mention them too. Like, like those two will get mentioned by short term memory people. Tampa Bay and Kansas City. Right, 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 right. So, I'm, and I'm thinking Tampa, Tampa because they won, they won a couple Super Bowls in the last ten years, I believe. You know, uh, you know. So, I could be wrong when they won that, when that Super Bowl. I, but, but, but no, 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 no. Let's go back to, to what we said originally. T, like, because 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 we're veering into. Good uh, into into organization that may be considered good franchises and actual good franchises have been doing the right thing for the last twenty years. They've been drafting right. They they've had good cultures. Like like they they've done the they they've done the right thing when it comes when it when it when it comes to minorities. Like you know what I mean they protect their players. Like like let, let's let's talk like like we're talking about like all in all, <laughs> and and Baltimore and Pittsburgh have been have really been like two and you and, and you're right about the thing like so. Like Pittsburgh is always one of those teams that, if they're playing and you don't got a dog in the fight, you kind of root for them. You know, what I mean, just because they're a good organization, sometimes like you, you catch yourself wondering how well Pittsburgh is doing, just because of you know what? We know you guys from the root, like we know you guys from from from, from like one 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 of the first franchises. We know you as Rooney Rule, like and also you, you like you like most people consider Ben Roethlisberger a piece of shit and they protected the fuck out of him for for for, for, for two decades. Like they've had their own fan base torn on on Ben Roethlisberger for the last two decades, but everything else has ran so damn well. They did everything else so damn right. Mm-hmm. Black head coach, minority hirings, and and then you can see the players that and then, and then also another crazy thing about it for people that may not give Mike Tomlin a lot of outspoken managerial um big ups and like like or. or or big up his managerial skills um a lot outspokenly, they they tend to forget the kind of the kind of individuals that leave Pittsburgh, and then you see the kind of headaches they give everybody else, and then you wonder where the fuck did they come this, they get this from? We didn't see this happening in Pittsburgh. All of a sudden, you let these motherfuckers off their leash, and these motherfuckers is running havoc in the league, and you're wondering like, oh my god, we didn't know this person that because Mike Tomlin was managing the fuck out of his organization. Shit, Le'Veon, listen, Le'Veon Bell and and fucking Antonio Brown were both head cases coming out of there. But this is what I said. This and I'm time always tells, and I would argue, bro. Like I and I, it's it kills me when people are slave to the moment, and I would argue, like, listen, bro, the Steelers, this is a class organization for how long? And now, first of all, these two different situations, completely different. Le'Veon wasn't really no, he didn't act out really. 
like, I mean, no, 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 like, like last three years, bro. Like, like, shit like, like, there's different ways. The head coach spot. Sorry, go ahead. He, he was doing shit like he'd he pull up to the practice park, park, park in the head assistant spot or the head coach's spot or like the head. Who, coach, Kyrie? Like a, you know what I'm saying? Like a GM. No, AB. AB was doing, doing crazy shit like um, coming to practice, like not at all, or taking off or coming to practice, blasted or something. He was just doing crazy shit, AB. And we have been hearing rumors about it there for a long time. And so when he did that Twitter shit or Instagram shit, that was kind of like, man. And then I forgot what else he did. That was hilarious. That was literally hilarious. But you got to think about and this. And ironic. organization that gave up on an all-time, and and, and, and I'm arguing with my Raiders friends because they, they even in the chat with me. Right? Shit, like, you know what? Like, y'all stupid. Never looked at it that way, too. You're right. Y'all, I, know, I see what you're about to get at. Continue, 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 continue. This is a classic organization, jettison, that's going to jettison an all-time great receiver. Think about how bad this dude has to be as a person right now that, that the Pittsburgh Steelers will do that. Like, that, they normally never have problems. And all of a sudden, it's y'all, y'all, y'all shitting on the Steelers and Mike Tomlin, talking about they can't get something wrong with them, and they've never had this ever done before. And you think this dude gonna come and be a model citizen and the Raiders? Y'all crazy. This dude didn't even get to the season. And now you got not, but you don't, you don't, y'all calling me crazy, y'all dogging me, laughing at me. When this shit happened, y'all come back, well, you, you was right. You was right. You was right. Well, you was right. No, you don't, you don't get that. You just don't get, you don't get shit. You don't get nothing. Same thing with Le'Veon. Le'Veon, they knew something. And look where they're at now. So they wasn't wrong. I said, bro, y'all just gotta wait. Y'all gotta wait and see. Because in two years from now, y'all gonna talk shit now, but two years from now, I guarantee I'm gonna be laughing back at y'all. But y'all ain't gonna look at it that way. Y'all gonna act like y'all got amnesia. Oh, I never said that. I never did it. No, shut up. Yes, you did. Now I'm starting all my messages. I love WhatsApp, because I start on messages. And just play them shits right back for them. I go, yeah, I'm that petty. Go back two years, and remember this shit? Remember this? Remember this? So, and then just be like, man, y'all gotta think from another angle. Sometimes we always think from fan perspectives, but y'all don't ever think from another angle. With, uh, who wants to give up AB? Nobody want to give up AB. Like I don't want to be the, the organization to say, all right, well I gave away the best player in the game. It gotta be something wrong with that dude. Facts. No, no, yeah, because at the time they were giving him up, he was like, there was constant talks about him being like top three receiver. Who would you take between like him, Julio Jones, and somebody else? And him, Julio, you know what I mean? And, and, and Megatron, no. I think it was Megatron. Yeah. Was it Megatron? I don't know. No, no, and you're right. Listen, to those people, you have to start telling like, you know what? I Come on the podcast so we can put this shit on wax so we can have historical recording of of, 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 of us of us having this conversation so they can't back the fuck out. <laughs> no, but no, you make a hell of a point. I don't even know how. I just, it just, it'd be, it be baffling sometimes why people can't see shit to me. And um, if for, for, for the Steelers organization, how they've been run, y'all just y'all doubting them now? What made y'all doubt them? They never really had no hiccups. Exactly. Right? I, you know, I never understood that either. Like, what, like, there was... N- <laughs> see, that's why, he's like, like you said, like, time will tell, right? People love Mike Tomlin. Exactly. People love Mike Tomlin. I mean, they players, players would run through a wall for that dude, man. Like, and, and you know... Players that don't even play for Mike Tomlin love Mike Tomlin. 
shit, not even that. Like, see, I, I'm glad you said because, and the reason why, I remember we were talking about um, earlier in this conversation, like, I, I threw in Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Because it's not just the players that play for them. Listen to how, like, the reporters and the analysts that cover those teams, right? Ever listen to how they talk about those organizations? They they talk about them with nothing but revere and respect. Like, like, like they talk about them like, I don't know how everybody isn't like this kind of shit. <laughs> so that's how I know, like, like, the, like those organizations got to be great because this isn't just coming from the players. These are coming from the motherfuckers that normally that normally don't get treated well by everybody. Like you'll get, you know what exactly. I mean? Like, and and I've never heard one person um, from the media side ever talk bad about those two organizations from a from from a covering them standpoint where they had to be around them on a daily basis or a weekly basis ever had anything negative to say anything about the owners the organization you know what I mean their management group or anything especially the Baltimore fucking Ravens like you'd be surprised <laughs> like holy shit <laughs> That's what I also tell people sometimes you, you have to use this kind of way to follow Appleseed. It's like the thing that came out about 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 Woody Johnson after he was after he was called after the the, the rumors about him being sexist and, and racist came out. I was like, okay, well, let's wait and see. And because eventually an allegation like that isn't gonna pass without a couple of players or somebody else eventually coming out and be like, well, yeah, you know, no, no, no. Nope, everybody's come to his defense. Everybody came to his defense. Every man and woman. That's what that's a telltale sign that you're a solid person. Um, th- that's why no baker was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it back. Has been claimed to sexually misconduct 66 women, and people still like, Man, I want to pray for that man, I want to pray for Deshaun Watson. OBJ, like, I might come back just to play with Deshaun. Um, Jadavian, like, the only reason I came back, or even, like, I think Sue said, people like, yeah, I play for Browns. And, and on the other hand, man, when Baker was going through this shit, ain't nobody came out and said, that's my quarterback, bam. Or, you know what I'm saying, nobody was, nobody stuck their neck out for that guy, bro. Like, it's just like, man, it's something going on. Yeah, because nobody has. Yeah, that's crazy. Because nobody still has to come out and make the Makers defense, and yet, sixty six allegations later, people are like, yeah, I want to play with that guy. <laughs> like Baker ain't do nothing but hurt his shoulder. <laughs> like motherfuckers, like I couldn't wait for this nigga to get injured. <laughs> They're like, yo, yo, isn't Jacoby ready? Like, <laughs> oh man, that, that's no, it, it is, it is particularly crazy. Um, what did I have? I had some piece, I had a piece of, N- oh, actually, I'm going to say, I had a piece of NFL news, but I think this was it. Baker Mayfield heading over to Carolina and getting about a, getting a fifth round pick for him that may potentially turn into a fourth, 
depending on playing time. So all I've really heard, all, all, all I'm really getting from Carolina is that they have no clue who the fuck their quarterback is going to be. And they don't trust Sam Darnold. They just got a rookie. And they still need more of a competition. <laughs> like, that's what I'm hearing. Tom Fury out of the Jake Paul fight. Okay, so it is Jake Paul. That's the boxer. Okay. I was trying to. I was. I. I. I had. I got a piece of news recently, and so. No, you know what though? Let's go ahead and break that right now. So it looks like the look at like the Jake Fury and 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 Logan, not Logan Paul. God damn it. Jake Paul fight is going to be canceled or postponed as 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 it looks like um Fury is pulling out of that fight, folks. But funny thing talking about the um the Paul brothers, right? Very recently we just got another we just got a re another recent breaking news about one of the Paul brothers, and that is one Logan Paul. Logan Paul has signed a contract, uh, has signed an official contract now with WWE. And his next match is going to be most likely at SummerSlam, and it is said to be against The Miz. And, one, as I'm, as Logan Paul is doing, is doing this, I think this is going to be his second pay-per-view. And after he did that, for, after he did his first pay-per-view, right, I think it was WrestleMania, Right, you knew he was coming back. You knew he was coming back. After I saw his match, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like he's good. Like he had good timing. He had good athleticism. He had he um uh, he had great he had good ring control. He had great crowd command. I was like, if he do anything else because you know that because you, you know what one of them was boxing right I wasn't sure if this was the boxer trying to move into wrestling or whatever but I guess one is going to be in boxing I right, fight an MMA guys and now the other one's going to be in wrestling when I saw him I was like if they gave him a contract or if he decided to become a wrestler I wouldn't be surprised like this may be his niche and they teamed him up with a guy named Miz and for you wrestling fans and non-wrestling fans alike right the Miz is a guy named I forget his Mike Mizanin, right? You may know him now um, from the Miz and Mrs. show that that's on USA or TNT, whatever the fuck it is. But he, back in the day, he was a he was one of the first social media celebrities, I guess you can say, right? Or social media celebrities isn't the right word. Um, 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 what are they called? Um, reality show celebrities, right? And when he when he when he got on that reality show, I think I don't know if it was Real World or Road Rules or one of the shits, right? He already had been on something else. He already had been on something else um, that was reality TV based before then. He was on Real World, right? Even before we were, he had been on one other thing that was reality TV based, and I think he got busted during that show. On, on, on somebody had found out and, and outed him or whatever. But from the very beginning, Miz had came on to Real World saying that. Hey, he's gonna be a wrestler. He's gonna be one of the biggest goddamn wrestlers ever. And people laughed at him on the show. People laughed at him even when he first tried to come into WWE and he's busted his ass. And he's been there for what feels like now twenty years, right? As good, he's gonna go into Hall of uh, into the Hall of Fame as one of the, as as one of the, as one of WWE's greats. And the fact that Logan Paul is 
kind of like his his protege, his pseudo protege, because you know they're always gonna get a vet. And based off of how Miz came up, and the fact that his that 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 Logan's first match was a tag team with the Miz, right? You're talking about reality TV, um, reality star with with um uh, with a uh, social media star, right? And Miz still has taken his and, and Miz never left the reality TV world. Once WWE went into reality TV, one of the first people there was Miz. And then Miz has his shit. He brought his wife in there. Like he has always been brilliantly, oh, always progressive in that space. And now you get Logan Paul, and, you, and we all know the Paul brothers. Like they have been constantly right. They, they've been constantly complimented for what they've done in this space, right? Like their social media space. And now the fact that, and and listen, and WWE has no gripes about this. WWE will go take real af, will go out there at at, at the NFL Combine, and they'll go after real NFL players. And when it, when it comes to the Olympics, they'll go after um, they'll go after track stars, they'll go after wrestlers. You, you understand? They'll go after they'll go after beauty pageant winners, right? If they have if they have enough clout, and as you can see here. Athletic social media stars, like yo, because already you know what Logan, you know what Logan Paul is gonna do. Logan Paul is about to come in here with, with with his millions of millions of followers, and that's just gonna add into the WWE revenue and streams, which means stock prices about to go up. Once shit recovers, whatever, whatever happens with Vince McMahon finish ha- finishes happening, as Vince McMahon is put um has had his Deshaun Watson moment. But the thing about it is that. Vince McMahon has been do has been doing what he's been doing for what for ha- for what has been now about fifty to fifty years, and he just accumulated sixty six bodies. Deshaun Watson accumulated sixty six bodies in a half in a year and a half. I'm just saying this nigga's an overachiever. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make Jonah sit there in a good way, but you guys understand. So, yeah. So, so big up to Logan Paul signing signing that nice little contract with WWE, and he's gonna have his next match coming up pretty soon. Speaking of, if you guys have not watched Money in the Bank, um, shut your ears. We about to have a spoiler alert. As look like Mandy Rose um is not only your newest Money in the Bank winner to go along with with Austin Fury, but also Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. It's not Mandy Rose. Liv Morgan. <laughs> Sorry, Mandy Rose is in NXT as, as as the current as the current NXT champion. That's if she hasn't lost it since, since I haven't watched like probably the last two or three weeks. Liv Morgan is your Money in the Bank winner. Liv Morgan is now your Smack. Nope, your Raw's Women's Champion. Raw's Women's Champion. Yeah, because I think Bianca has the SmackDown Women's Championship. No, that was the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca has the Raw. All right, so let's, let's continue to move on, right? Because I just wanted to go ahead and, and, and make sure we got that out the way. Because I thought that was interesting. I thought that was real interesting that, that the WWE industry, that the wrestling industry as a whole, is going to get one of the one of the social media megastar brothers, one, one megastar Paul brother. He's gonna do all right. He's gonna do all right if he don't like if he come in there and he works and, and doesn't have an ego. He gonna do all right. But his character, obviously, listen, his character is gonna be ego based. His character is going to be super ego driven. Like he's they're gonna they're gonna make him have a character that you're gonna love to hate. 
so deeply that you're gonna forget he's playing a role. Just because he used to be that's because you used to see him on social media. You're gonna forget that he's playing a role in wrestling. You're gonna deeply hate him. It's gonna be love. I'm gonna, I can't wait for you guys to see it. I really can. Now, now we was now earlier before we before we went into talking about football, right? We were breaking into the NBA and their current and their current moves, and what looks like to be the beginning of of the official free agency season. And you know what could be the beginning of the official Blue Chew season? Well, that's right now, folks. What's Blue Chew, you said? Blue Chew season. What's that? What's that? What's Blue Chew season? Oh, man. You're in for a good one. Blue Chew just happens to be that uh, just a little blue pill that can give you back your thrills. Just look here. All you got to do is open up one of these packs and head straight to a sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. Right? This has the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's in chewable form. So this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss. And she will love how you come through like a champ when you blue chew in advance. And if you use this week's promo code of VHXJ... That's Bronx Hotel X-Ray Juliet. You'll be able to get your first order of Blue Chew for free, folks. For free. For free. The only thing I do is pay for shipping and handling. It's like $5. For free. On me, basically. That's my dime. Oh, my promo code. B-H-X-J. You go to BlueChew.com. Right, when they ask you for the promo code, you pop in that promo code. You answer a few questions. Bada bing, bada boom, you're the hardest guy in the room. How you doing? You walk into every, you walk into every single room with your tool out. You know what I mean? You be over there acting big and there's shit up. As soon as the 76ers game has just finished, and the NFL draft round one is set to happen this Thursday. Folks, uh, I don't know if we're going to give you any coverage from the NFL draft. I ain't going to lie. NHL draft. I, I, I don't, like, we have three more shows left on, the, left, on the, left on the podcast for this year. So we have today's show. We have Friday's show. We have Monday's show. And I think I'm going to end it next Wednesday at Sharky. I don't want to do a Friday show because that's the birthday weekend. And we get a little too close to party, 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 party time. So yes, folks, again, if you are in the area, tap 42, July 17th, 11 a.m., 3 p.m., birthday extravaganza. Folks, it's the biggest birthday on a Sunday in the area. If you have, a, If there's nowhere else to be, that is the place to be. Right, we have we have our local favorite DJ Scepter. We have we, we have our personal we have our other homeboy DJ Zal coming through. Thank you again, and three other DJs lined up. As you know, DJ Scepter is his birthday as well. So come on and help, come on and celebrate the day of days, the weekend of weekends. It's the birthday party that officially kicks off your summer. Tap forty two. Listen, be there, be nowhere. Don't worry, I think from here on out, I may start having like something at Sharky's. 
since I'm already there. I still, I think I still may start. I may start having like a party at Sharpies or some shit. That's that, that'll be that'll be that'll be good for all kind of cross brand and shit. Like, see, I, I think I may start doing that after this year. That at the end of the season, we have like. A summer bash, like like for like for the Mighty Sports Podcast, right? Not just for the birthday, but also for like the Mighty Sports Podcast listeners and everything like that. And we and we go we all go to Shark because we just have you know what I mean us we get a chance to meet, we do a little meet and greet shit like that, and we have a big ass birthday party and we have a big ass party at Sharkies. I think we're gonna start having an end of season mighty summer bash at Sharkies from here on out. We're gonna start working on that. Look forward to that starting two thousand and twenty-three. Oh shit! I forgot I put liquor in my cup. Woo! That was a nice surprise. Oh shit! You know what they say. <clears throat> All right. So let's let's continue to, let's continue to get into the inner workings. Actually, before we even do that, you know what? We're gonna take a quick break. What we do when we come back from our break? We're going to get into the NFL free agency uh, and what that has meant, folks. We're going to talk about the rat attack, Oladipo being back, and maybe the Lakers, O'Neal, that not that is not Shaq. All that and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast. They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done, and only some. We are back with um, the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one on talent on by Taylor. You know, I mean, coming from the podcast hidden in the clouds. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It's another beautiful day in the potted hood. Another beautiful day in the potted hood. Oh, won't you be mine? Oh, won't you be my potter? So. Last week, the NBA comes out on fire. We decided to take a little bit of a break, right? We popped some shit off for the fourth. Next thing you know, it sounds like the NBA decided to take a ceasefire. Now, again, we don't know if they were just being nice and they didn't want... Remember that one year where one player got traded like four times over the 4th of July weekend, right? Like, maybe they don't want that to happen anymore, right? Maybe, maybe there's a universal ceasefire during the holiday weekend. Just so... Ooh, who the fuck is this? What the hell am I watching? Am I watching ESPN? See, I don't know if I watch ESPN 2 or NFL Today, I think this is from. But, hey, yo. 
Yo, who was this little, who was this little blonde bombshell over here? I need the camera to zoom down a little bit. Let me, you know, let me stop talking like, 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 like I'm at the ball with the fellas. <laughs> Y'all need to know what goes on in the head when, 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 when the head stops thinking and the head starts thinking. Just saying. I'm looking to have a good birthday too. I'm looking to have a really good birthday. I hope my special guest come. That's what, that's what I really hope for. I hope my special guest come. Let y'all know. If, I'm gonna let you guys know right now. My special guest comes by the end of the year. I'm gonna be a stepdad. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm joking. But, 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 but I'm also talking my future into existence. It's one of them. It's one of them dangum. So, I have a bigger theory on why the NFL. I actually have a more realistic theory on why the, why the NBA hasn't had anything done anymore since this um since fourth of July. Right? And, and remember we remember there was a lot of rumors we heard on Fourth of July, right? Kyrie Irving was opting in. Russell Westbrook was opting in. Beal was opting out. DeJounte Murray had moved to Atlanta. Um Gary Payton signed a three year deal to go to Portland. They signed Jeremy Grant. Guys, somebody Anybody, please let me understand the hype about Jeremy Grant. Every time I hear somebody mentions his name, I hear them mentioning like a little twinkle in their voice. And ooh, that's a nice piece. And I'm sorry, I don't see it. I'm Ray Charles when it comes when it comes to when it comes to. When, when it comes to... Fuck, I forget his name already. Jeremy Grant. Please, I somebody, like, let me know what all the big fuss is about about Jeremy Grant, because I've never seen it. Ever. Ever, ever. Like, if you're telling me that he's a reliable big man... To be a to be a, a number two or three consistent scorer on a championship level team. Let's say championship contending team, meaning that we think that you can get to the quarterfinals of your conference or what? Final the final four teams in your, what? I don't know. Yeah, I don't see him as that. I, I don't. I don't. But, but maybe the fourth guy. Maybe the fifth guy. Like to me, he's he's he he's he's Bobby 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 from Milwaukee. He's Bobby fucking Portis. I don't understand the ooh. I just wet myself a little, or ooh, my dick just stiffened up over fucking Jeremy fucking Grant. But never mind. That this isn't about him. Gary Payton, he goes to Portland on a three-year, $28 million deal. Drummond, he he um he goes to the Bulls. Zion Williamson, he this um he's about to sign that rookie max, <clears throat> that rookie max deal. That five-year 231 mil or something like that. But it also can go up to like 260 or 70 mil. If he's able to make an all-star team during this contract, during this extension, 
Basically, what happened to... Who did that happen to this past year? Was it... Tyler Hero? Or Trey Young? Who was it this, this past year? That they signed their deal, but then by making the All-Star... They signed their deal last year. The extension last year. But, 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 but by making the All-Star team this year... It activated this rider, and it gave them that additional thirty something million dollars on there. I forget who that was. I'm trying to think. Was it Tyler? Was it John Morant? I can't quite. I can't. I can't quite remember. But that's what they. That's, that's basically the stipulation that Zion Williamson is going to be falling under, right? And then all of these other rumors. That we now have that we're, now we're now kind of waiting to see what happens because that's what we heard, right? A bunch of rumors. John Wall potentially going to the Clippers. Call Anthony Towns going to I'm sorry, Call Anthony Towns signing a four year extension. Devin Booker signing his four year extension. Bradley Bill opting back in to sign a five year two hundred fifty one million dollar deal. But yet he just wanted to win. No, you wanted to get paid. So now we know what's about to happen in Washington. Bradley Beal is going to force his way out. Within the next 260 days. Start counting it. Bradley Beal will force his way out of Washington within, within in less than a year. A full calendar year. Not a, not a basketball year, a calendar year. By this time next July, we'll be hearing about Bradley Beal wanting to leave, because Bradley Beal didn't want, did, didn't. Uh, did, if it is true that he did, that he does all he wants to do is win, well, he wanted to make sure he got he secured his bag first, and he's gonna do what everybody else has done um, when they're unhappy with the organization that, that that has drafted them. You secure your bag, right? First with the rookie deal, like Zion Williamson just did, right? That's your first two hundred and thirty-one million. Almost a quarter of a billy. I keep telling you guys, pretty soon, pretty soon, right? If we hear about a player getting four contracts in the NBA, you've made them a billionaire with playing money. Not endorsements, not marketing, everything else, just by contract. Desire was already. There goes his first quarter of a mil damn near. And then when he signs what 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 um Bradley Bill just signed, it's gonna and if he makes and if he's able to keep himself healthy, it's gonna be worth way more than five years and two hundred and fifty one mil. Think about the inflation by then. We're talking about Zion Williamson not even signing his next contract till about another four or five years from now. Imagine what the contract is gonna be by then. He's probably gonna get a five year three hundred million dollar deal if he is that dude. At least on Bradley Bill's level. And there's still one more coming after this. That's 150 mil right there. You take care of your body and you finesse one more like Steph and, and, and LeBron, you're a billionaire on court money. Deshaun Watson hearing concluded Thursday. No timeline set for NFL disciplinary decision. Sorry, I'm watching. I got NFL. I don't have any more games on in the background, 
Right now, I'm watching NFL Live as it goes on. It's probably maybe a week. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure. And I'm just kind of reading anything that comes across their ticker. So, yeah, we heard, we heard tons of rumors. Right? Jokic, he signs his extension five years, $264 million, which makes his overall total right now with, with the year left on it a six-year, $303 million contract. John Morant signs his extension, his five-year, $231 million extension as well. Let's let you guys know that for you Knicks fans, this isn't the same money that R.J. Barrett is going to get, is going to get. He may, hmm, I'm trying to think. They may they they may take a couple mil off of that. So I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think if he'll get the same money as Zion, even though because because Zion hasn't really played, and as and, and also we, we know that he'll get that bump in salary if he makes that All Star team. So you so in in all honesty, we may see. We may see the New York Knicks offer R.J. Barrett like a $210 million deal. $200 million deal. He may not get that 231 that that John Morant and Zion Williamson is getting. Because, and the thing about it, if he, let's remember, he's supposed to be getting paid too. He's up to get paid as well, Knicks fans. Mitchell Robinson, he signed a four-year, he signed his four-year extension. Breaking the curse of Knicks players that Knicks have players that Knicks have drafted that has not seen it to an extension on the Knicks. That was a thing, folks. So all of these rumors that we were hearing, all of a sudden the brakes have, have have pumped on all of them. And the brakes have pumped them all of them because of one man and one man only. And that's one Kevin Durant. See, after Kyrie Irving decided that he wanted to opt out, right? Or he wanted to opt in. As soon as he said, I'm in, Kevin Durant said, well, I'm out. Now, we don't know if this is part of what may be part of Kyrie Irving's diabolical plan since Brooklyn wouldn't find a, a suitable trade for him. Or he, did, or he felt like, or, or, or felt maybe he felt slighted. So now, so now he wants to sabotage the team as if they haven't sabotaged the team already. And he said like, hey, KD, let's go. Let's bounce, both of us. Come on, man. Let's get out of here. Fuck this place, man. Come on, let's go. Me and you. Ride or die. Ren and Stimpy. Timon and Pimba. Roscoe and Flats. Come on, man. <clears throat> and maybe and maybe Kevin Durant um, caved in. Or maybe the moment that, K that Kyrie Irving said that he's in, Kevin Durant's like, I don't want to deal with this shit for another year. Fuck this. That, that's, that's my boy. Right? I can fucks with you, but I can't works with you. <laughs> Like we can hang out all day, we can do whatever, right? Like, like, like we can party all night, we can eat dinner, we can do business together. But I can't. No, nope, sorry, we can't do business. But I can't work with you. I love you, but I can't work with you. When me, you, when like me and you vibe everywhere, but when we mix business, that shit turns out sour. And it's usually coming from your end, from not being reliable enough. Regarding the responsibilities that you were signed up to take to, 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 to take on. 
Who knows? But we know that they said to Brook, like, like Brooklyn's looking at them like, I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. Kyrie Irving, I'm, I, listen, we, we are, you been, I'm not appeasing to you. We're going for the best deal. Best deal. <laughs> best deal. Imagine that, the best deal. Sacramento? Detroit? Oklahoma City? Houston? You understand, he could have sent us somewhere for his soul to die. And we all know Houston got no problem sitting on the play and paying him for a whole year. Washington? Imagine that. Imagine Kevin Durant stays there, but they find a way to trade Kyrie Irving for Bradley Beal. I don't know what else they're going to get. Well, you know, <laughs> when they trade those two guys, Kyrie Irving is forced to say to to, to, to be a man of his laws. Like, hey, if they trade me, I'm, 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 I'll retire. Let's see if he really retires. Or just like... Or, or, or just like his, or just like when he was going to for go find a suitor, maybe it's all a bluff. We're gonna see if Kyrie Irving is really a man of his word, if, he, if he's able to be, if, if he's really able to stand behind what he says. Let's see if he's if he's if he's willing to fall off the edge of this earth to you know what I mean to to hold his to hold his word. But everything in the NFL has stopped ever since, uh, and, and the NBA has stopped ever since Kevin Durant has announced that he wants to leave. And rightfully so. Because whatever arrangements you thought that we had so far, whatever deals that you think that you may be doing right now, you would be irresponsible to not pivot real quick. Pick up the BK hotline. Dial that number, 1-800-HUSTLER. 1-900-HUSTLER, sorry. And see if you have what it takes to satisfy Brooklyn to get Kevin Durant. And if you land Kevin Durant, because I know whoever it is, like, you don't tell them. You just, you just kind of del delay negotiations for a couple of days. Tell that you're unavailable. Tell that you have to look over some um, some fine print. And during that time frame, you're over here rounding up a deal to see if you Kevin Durant's available. And if he is, then you tell him like, ah, sorry, John Wall, Kevin Durant became available. Uh, sorry, Rudy Gobert, Kevin Durant became available. Uh, sorry, you know whoever it is. Sorry, B. Right, uh, Kevin Durant became available. You want you get it, don't you? Like what we, basically what they told Baker Mayfield when it came to Deshaun Watson, like yeah, uh, we know he sexually may have molested sixty six women, but Deshaun Watson became available. You get it, don't you, Baker? <laughs> like that's what the NBA is playing right now with everybody that has a pending deal out there. For everybody that we heard a rumor about. That now suddenly, it's just been complete silence on their deal. Isn't this because of July 4th? 
It's because Kevin Durant decided to make himself available. It's like you just started talking to this girl, but yo, that chick you've been chasing this whole, like the chick that, that you kind of want, like your dream girl, suddenly this became available. Like, damn. You know what? I know we just started talking, but without you knowing, I may shoot my shot over here one time because you won't get it right. That's the dream girl. You understand, won't you? They, they never understand. You, you, like, Baker, make, Baker Mayfield was butthurt. That girl's gonna be butthurt. Whoever you decided not to sign is gonna be butthurt. And if it leaks that you went after Kevin Durant, and that's the reason why you left them on their string, they may decide to pivot on you and go to another team. So, it's, it, 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 you are playing, you, you are playing with high risk. This, this is, see, this is billionaires playing high risk, like, like, high risk poker or whatever. With actual human beings. Speaking, speaking of, right, pivoting immediately. In this Rudy Gobert trade to Minnesota, when Minnesota gets back, everybody in um they, they get back, they got back um Raphael, they got back Donatello, they got back Leonardo, they got back Michelangelo, and they even got back that rat Patrick Beverly. After Patrick Beverly was out there with the ugly cry face, standing on top of. Standing on top of the uh, the goddamn announcer's table, talking about or looking like anything's possible. That's what he looked like. Right? They, they he poured his poured his heart and soul out to them emotionally. So about the next five years is ours. And then he went on first take. And ran his yap. And now he's part of this trade. So now the team that he just helped bring to the playoffs. And just made the bold statement that the next five years is ours. Traded him to a team that was always making the playoffs. In the Utah Jazz. And what does the rat do immediately? Oh. So it's bad mouth in Minnesota. And goes on to say that time to take another team to the playoffs. I'm sorry, partner. This team was already in the playoffs. This team had the best record in the goddamn West at one point in time. Like, stop it right now. Like, you ain't taking nobody anywhere. If anything, you're helping them maintain what they were already doing. Well... Don't know how the Utah Jazz quite felt about that, but they decided to let Patrick Beverly go shortly after he said time to take another team to the playoffs. So, it looks like it's actually the Rats' time to take his ass back to free agency and see if he can find himself a sewer to go crawl in. Meaning that if he can find himself a home, a basketball home. I thought about something, and I'm not going to lie. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. But I thought, but it popped in my head. And I thought, you know what? This team can really use a point guard. 
This team can really use a veteran point guard. This team can use a veteran defensive point guard because that's kind, because a defensive guard not only fits their need, but also guy he can also fit their culture already. And I was like, huh. Now, Knicks fans, I want you to slow down here. Right? Before you go jumping out of your chair and start jumping out my throat. But I started wondering, what if Patrick Beverly goes back to the team that drafted him? What if he goes to the Miami Heat? I think the Miami Heat really fit his, like they fit each other. I think they may want to move on from Kyle Lowry. If they can. Patrick Beverly may be a more reliable version of Kyle Lowry. Same defense, right? Same kind of take charges kind of guy, right? He's going to be a vocal leader. He, he'll be there a vocal leader kind of um, um, along with Udonis Haslam and Jimmy Butler. He'll be able to bring you energy, you know what I mean, um, from a defensive standpoint that leads into your offense. He doesn't have to be a starter. You could bring him off the bench. He's been there already. So he kind of already he already, already kind of has an expectation. He already had he already kind of know no he already kind of he already knows kind of what to expect from being with you guys earlier if things haven't evolved too much from 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 the previous time, but he still has a but he still has that foundation to know well, okay, there's going to be a lot of hard work and dedication here. Obviously, the pliers and pultas don't hurt. What they do, baby. So, Patrick Beverly going to Miami. Really? Because then I think, like, where else can he go? I think he was already in Milwaukee. Because you have to figure, like, a guy like Patrick Beverly, right? If he has his choice to go somewhere, his choice. Is Patrick Beverly the kind of guy that you figure is going back to a building team? A team that he has to take to the playoffs, as he says? Or does Patrick Beverly now, from how you've heard him speak for the last couple of uh, couple of weeks ago on first take, and now where he's now at this stage of career, I think he's like 10 years into the game now. You think that you think that when he becomes available, that he's the type of guy now he's, he's ring chasing? Or he's, or he's championship play a playoff team championship caliber contending team chasing. Don't know if he's chip chasing, but he's definitely contender chasing at this point in time. And what better ch place to chase a contender than Miami? Great culture, wonderful weather, beautiful women, no taxes. And he's already been to so many other places, right? He's been to so many contenders and non-contenders alike. I would honestly think that Patrick Beverly would make a nice fit. You guys let me know. I know Patrick Beverly really isn't the needle mover of individuals. But you let me know about an interesting landing place for Patrick, um, for the rap Patrick Beverly. 
I know one place he's definitely not going. He ain't going to Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if Patrick Beverly goes to Phoenix, I'm going to let you know right now. I will look at him and Chris Paul at the end of an incident-free season with a different level of respect. Because I kind of poke fun at both of them for different reasons. If they are on the same team for a whole year without any incidences, and they're able to be professional, to win a chip, right? They fall a little short, I won't be, I, let me poke a little fun at them. But ultimately, and, and they win a chip too? Oh, yeah, I'm gonna look at them completely different. The chip would be the extra, like the cherry on the top. Like, they don't really need the chip for, for me. They just have to not have an incident. They like, don't get Geno Smith. Chris Paul, like, I guess you'll be the Geno Smith in this scenario, right? <laughs> like, don't get Geno Smith. And everything's gonna be alright. Everything's gonna be alright. No woman to cry. Okay, folks, I, I think we just about gotten up to it. Who else do we have out there? I know we've talked. Let's see here. Let's, let's, let's see here. We've talked 2K. We've gone into Logan Paul. We talked about the rap, you know, uh, the, the rap Patrick Beverly. Victor, since we talked about the Miami Heat, Victor Oladipo, he signed a one-year contract to return with the, I think, like, one-year $11 million. We talked about Baker Mayfield being moved, and, and in all of the potential moves that can happen, depending on what happens to Kevin Durant, I think we've got them all. Except for the Lakers, O'Neal, that's not Shaq. But we'll talk about that when we come back on the Mighty Sports Podcast on Friday. And speaking of coming back, did I tell you guys already that after this show, once we get off the air, there are three shows left in the season, folks. Yep, Friday, Monday, Wednesday. And folks, next Wednesday, live at Sharky's is the last show of the season. So come out, because you know what? It's going to be a celebration. It ain't that end of the year bash what I was talking about, but we can try to make it that on a random Wednesday. It'll be the birthday week. I won't give two fucks. I won't give three fucks. I won't give four fucks. Listen, I'm turning, listen, I will no longer at that point in time be, I'm a man, I'm 40. So apparently, I won't give 40 fucks. I'll be 41. Let's go out hell yeah, come out the Sharkies next Wednesday. It's the last show of the podcast. We have three shows left. This is gonna be the this gonna be the last one that we're doing at Sharkies until the um for the end of the season until you guys see us in September. Oh, it's gonna be a celebration. I guess you guys also forget. 41st birthday, folks. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a birthday brunch at Tap 42, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. The Mighty Sports listeners, you guys are you guys are all welcome as well. Anywhere I go to party, you Mighty Sports listeners are welcome as well. At this point in time, we're all families. Come on, enjoy. Have a good time. You're all welcome. You're all welcome. Enjoy. And with that said, it's time for that outro. Sorry, B. I tried. Honestly. All of 
bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. An old rag, an old rag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd pick the pod there. Just a lot later, a lot more. of listeners right here. Also, can I remind you guys to continue to catch a wave that never subside? Shout out to the boy Toby and Wigway. But also, continue to transform yourself at the kind of individual that you would want to work for you. That's from your boy, Mighty. We out of here.